do I know what I desire? I have observed that the selection of food is often influenced by the mood of the person ordering. I'm in a dreadful mood. Get me something appropriate. When Counselor Troy is unhappy, she usually eats something chocolate. Chocolate. Mm. A chocolate sundae, for example. Although I do not speak from personal experience, I have seen it have a profound psychological impact. I'll have ten chocolate sundaes. Ten? I've never seen anyone eat ten chocolate sundaes. I'm in a really bad mood. Well, hopefully Scott won't be too upset with me. I have a bunch of Star Trek news. Uh, maybe overloading a little bit, but I saw some really interesting stuff. I hope you find it interesting, too. So this week in Star Trek... Um, not only is science fiction one of my passions, but uh, I'm also a huge fan of the Three Stooges. I think their comedy is awesome. I can even know it's old and maybe a bit dated. Some people may call it cheap slapstick. Uh, I think it's funny, and I will always laugh when I watch it on TV. And uh, uh, this is kind of exciting for me. So, um, Stephen Collins is going to be joining the cast of uh, the Three Stooges movie. Um, William Decker on Star Trek Motion Picture will be joining uh, the Farley Brothers of the Three Stooges movie. And Collins will be joining Sean Hayes and Will, Will, Will Sasso, who, pl- who play uh, William Fine and C- Curly Howard, and possibly Chris uh, Dianopoulos will play uh, Mo Howard. Uh, Mr. Harder, played by Collins, will show up on the orphanage run by Jane Lynch. She's on Glee as the mother superior to adopt one of the Stooges. Uh, Three Stooges uh, movie will arrive in theaters in 2012. So uh, I'm kind of excited about this. Um, it should be there was there was a movie put out on TV about maybe 10 or so years ago. Um, Mel Gibson had produced it. That was pretty good too. Uh, so I'll be interested to see that one. Um, I want to thank our friend Chris Wood from South Space Communique for uh, this article and uh, some little bit of Star Trek 12 news. Here's your ubiquitous Star Trek 12 news roundup. Star Trek 12, or someone calling it Star Trek 2, is a little more than a year out from beaming into theaters, and we're definitely looking forward to seeing Chris Pine and the gang back in action. We've been shying away from reporting on Star Trek 12 simply because the quality of news about the sequel and the rebooted franchise has been less than stellar, pun intended. Sure, secrecy is important, we get that, but we're just a little less than excited about filling subspace communique with a constant stream of drips and drabs about of news about J.J. Abrams' next blockbuster. Until now, that's right, it's your ubiquitous Star Trek 12 news roundup. I guess uh, I'm guilty of giving you dribs and drow about uh, Star Trek 12 news, but I can't help it. I just excited that the movie will be coming out soon. So J.J. Abrams says this about Star Trek 12. Uh, according to an interview with MTV News, J.J. Uh, is, is looking forward to getting back to Star Trek after wrapping Super 8. <coughs> Excuse me. The truth is that my focus has been so much on finishing Super 8 that it's been something I'm looking forward to getting to, but with an incredible compressed post-schedule, there hasn't been a whole lot of time for me to be working with the writers. Abrams explained to MTV News. He continues, Now that Super 8 is drawing to a close in terms of the post-schedule, I'm looking forward to jumping in and hopefully getting that ready as soon as possible. You might want to step in, step on a little, JJ. June 29th, 2012 is just around the corner. 
Not to mention that we'd like to see the next installment before the end of the world. Yes, it's a lame 2012 reference. Moving on. Anton Yelchin tells Collider that he's excited about supporting the Yellow Tunic again. Our words, not his. Sure, I haven't read the script, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what it is. I'll, it'll be a lot of fun to play the character again, do all the research again, and all the homework. Also, it's a great group of people. It's one thing when you're going back to a movie and you're like, oh God, I've got to work with these people again. But it's such a great group. I enjoyed working with them all so much that I look forward to seeing them all again and working with them. Also, with all the rumors floating around that Paramount demanding 3D in Star Trek 12, when asked, Anton shed virtually no light on the subject. No surprise there. One thing that's fundamental is that you can really see the difference when someone converts to 3D or shoots in 3D. Remember Clash of the Titans? Uh, you could definitely tell. The new one. We shot Friday night in 3D, so we shot with 3D cameras, which is really one camera with two cameras on it. It really makes a big difference, I think. You can you can tell when a movie was made with the, the idea of 3D. I don't really think about it. What what is most fundamental is that this movie itself is good, and then 3D is one of those things that you layer on top of it. You could use it to make certain parts of the movie more exciting, but if the movie isn't good, then you're not going to care about the 3D either. So there you have your your ubiquitous Star Trek 12 news roundup. We hope you enjoyed it and stay tuned to Soul Space QK for the latest uh, non news uh, about Star Trek 12. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely encourage you to uh, uh, check out Subspace Comms. It's a great Star Trek website. Another great Star Trek website, uh, Trek News, uh, posted um, just a little bit of love for um, what they felt were eight of the best uh, podcasts, uh, Star Trek podcasts, that is, you should probably be listening to. Uh, this is written by Brian Wilkins. Whether you have a long commute, a desk job that takes uh, that ties you to a computer for most of your day, or just like the idea of being entertained and informed without t- taking too much of your attention, podcasts like audiobooks and talk radio is, w- is one great way to go. Here's a list of some of the, my favorite uh, Star Trek podcasts. This is Mike's. Uh, Trekcast. If you're a tre- Star Trek fan and list of podcasts, you've probably heard of uh, or listened to Trekcast. While they don't produce new shows as often as they used to, at one point these guys used to pump out two episodes a week. It's still fun and, and informative. Listen when new episodes do arrive. David, along with his wife uh, Alicia and former Quark's bartender uh, uh, Darren, host the show and, and give friendly insight and opinion of the latest going on in the world of Trek. I, I'm with you, Mike. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed Trekcast. I'm just uh, sad they haven't pumped out any new episodes in about well, it's been about three months now. So uh, ho- hopefully they will soon. Life After Trek, uh, hosted by Chris and Charity Wood, who run the popular Star Trek uh, blog, uh, Subspace QK, host the show each uh, episode. They interview a former uh, Star Trek personality to reflect on their time in Trek and discuss what they're doing now. Past guests include uh, Tony Todd, uh, Aaron uh, Eisenberg, and Larry Namachek, uh, who we've had on our show before, too. Uh, yeah, I encourage you. Uh, Life After Trek is another great podcast. Uh, Chris and Charity do a really good job of interviewing um, the, the, the guest and... Um, just getting some good information about. So I encourage you to check that out also. Uh, the Gamma Quadrant. This is another one I listen to. Uh, the one and only, as far as I know, podcast dedicated only to uh, Deep Space Nine. Each week, the hosts of the Gamma Quadrant, Ryan, Valerie, and Seth, reflect on a single episode of Deep Space Nine. The show is currently in the middle of Season 4. And you can subscribe to them on iTunes. I listen to this podcast also. I've already seen, through the, seen the shows. Um... It's just a good trip down memory lane. Uh, they pick the episode apart pretty good. They talk about you know the actors, guest stars, uh, directors, um, the writer, even the costumes, um, maybe some information you, you didn't know beforehand. So uh, they do a really good commentary on, um, on each episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and um, 
like like they said, they're up to season four. So it's got that's when Worf uh, got on, and that's when the show got really really good. Um, so yeah, check them out. Uh, I never heard this one before. The Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. <laughs> uh, more than just Star Trek. Each week, the hosts of the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, Scott Miles, report on just about everything in the world of science fiction TV shows, movies, books, and more. They often have uh, celebrity guests on the show for interviews and insight. Thanks for the love, uh, Trek News. Treks in Sci-Fi. Now, this one I haven't heard and heard before, and these next few, the last ones I'm reading, I'm not familiar with. Uh, another great weekly podcast that isn't uh, hyper-focused solely on Trek, but instead covers the entire genre of sci-fi TV and movies, hosted by Rico, along with other occasional guests. Uh, Treks in Sci-Fi is a fun and friendly listen to every week. Uh, next one is Make It So. Make It So is the first uh, Trek podcast I started listening to back in 07. After a brief hiatus, uh, Richard Smith and his co-hosts are back, taking a friendly, conversational look at all things Star Trek. Bonus points for the wonderful British accents. I may have to give this one a, uh, a check out. Uh, Hyper Channel. Each Thursday, Hyper Channel is a beautifully produced video podcast from the folks at Trek FM to get a quick look at the, some of the biggest news in the Star Trek universe. That, that sounds interesting, too. Uh, Star Talk Radio. Well, not a Star Trek-focused podcast. Star Talk, hosted by astrophysicist, author, and host of Nova's Science Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson and comedian uh, Lynn Coplitz discuss the latest news in the world of uh, science and astronomy in a comedic and friendly style. There are, however, some great uh, Star Trek references in most episodes. Past Star Trek guests have included uh, John Stewart, bad astronomer Phil uh, Plate, and John Hodgman. Uh, and again, you can subscribe to that on iTunes. So that's it for the, uh, the dessert menu uh, from the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed hearing some uh, news going on in Sci-Fi. Uh, tune into the Sci-Fi Diner podcast and our listener feedback show. Uh, also, we would love your feedback and interaction uh, on anything we talk about. You may leave us a message on our voicemail, which is one eight eight eight. 508-4343. You can also email us at uh, sci-fi diner podcast at gmail.com where you can leave us a written message or send us one via mp3. Um, if you haven't already, join our Facebook fan page. Uh, we have a very uh, thriving uh, discussion going there. Also, if that's not enough social uh, uh, online media, you can also follow us at Twitter at sci-fi diner podcast at twitter.com. Scott and I also have our uh, Twitter accounts. Uh, Scott is at Herzog twitter.com and mine is son of Worf at twitter.com. And don't forget our, our giveaway. We have some th those great prizes. Uh, send us in your, uh, your, your, your favorite sci-fi uh, diner podcast moments. Well, it's time to clean off the tables, and turn off the lights, and close the diner. So, till next time, good night and good luck.